That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me is my friend and co-host, Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today? Have you done your weekly review? And what's your inbox looking like? Hey, James. I am doing pretty good today. I have done my weekly review, and uh, my inbox is at zero. Fantastic. I also have done my weekly review this week, and my inbox is at two. <laughs> it was at zero, but a couple yeah. came in. That's fine. Um, yes, it is our 50th episode. Yay! And uh, when we talked after our last episode, we both decided to commit to doing a full weekly review for yeah. our 50th, um, especially since we had both kind of fallen fallen off the wagon of doing, doing a full weekly review. And uh, so I thought we'd talk a little bit about what, if anything, changed that helped us get back to doing our weekly reviews. Um, and I thought I'd start with you, Jean. Sure. Uh, well, last week I talked about how I wanted to do some stuff more on a daily basis, especially things that needed to be, you know, maintained in one way or another. And that's been going really well. And having that stuff out of the way, you know, say first thing in the morning when I drink my coffee and I just go through what I have in OmniFocus is a project called Daily Review now. And it has about 10 things in it, none of which would take more than a minute or two, probably. Um, and if if for some reason they would take more time, I could... Uh, defer them uh, to a later time in the day. But uh, it's the kind of stuff that just kind of clears the deck for me. So being um, having zero emails in my inbox lately has definitely changed my feeling about opening up my email and not feeling like, oh, look at all this. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Mm -hmm. That That helps. And it also helps me to have you know, taking care of basic things like we talked about last week, clearing out my voicemails um, to uh, clear off the flat surfaces in the house. We did that one episode a ways mm -hmm. back on flat surfaces and how they tend to become clutter collectors. And then they that clutter is so undifferentiated that it you stop paying attention to it. <laughs> and next thing you know, you know, you're on an episode of Hoarders uh, if you don't watch out. So. Right, right. <laughs> so um, that's one of the items on my daily review, which is clear the dining table, the counters in the kitchen and the bathroom, and clear off the top of my desk. And um, another thing that I have um, hacked lately, not literally hacked, but um, in the sense of a life hack, is how I'm dealing with my guinea pig maintenance. Mm. Um, that is always a big job, or it has felt like a big job to me. Guinea pigs are kind of notoriously um, 
messy. <laughs> they're, they're, okay, let's just be honest. They're little poop machines. Um, and I don't know how they do it, but they, they just crank out these little guinea pig poops all day long. <laughs> and so their cage is never totally clean. Uh, it's totally different from having a cat or walking a dog. I, you know, partially because their, their poop is also quite innocuous. It, it's not, um, it's not like having those other pets, uh, you know, waste products sitting in your, mm-hmm. Uh, cage, but you know they they do need kind of regular maintenance. So um, one of the problems I've had is that the cage has two parts to it. One is kind of their living room area, which is lined with fleece and with absorbent material underneath that fleece, and that's where their little um, pigloos, their little houses, are. Mm-hmm. And then there's another section um, which has paper shredded paper bedding in it where their food is and that guinea pigs tend to eat and poop in the same part of the cage. <laughs> they, 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 they're unlike other animals. They, they actually, that's what they do. So I was trying to clean the whole cage every time I cleaned it, but the two sides were never, uh, you know, equally ready to be refreshed or, mm-hmm. and they didn't take the same amount of time to work on. And so recently I just started saying saying to myself, well, I'm just going to, you know, f- refresh this one side of the cage, shake out the fleece. It's still pretty clean and I'll put it back down and they'll be fine. And you know, the other side with the bedding I will do on a on as needed basis. And so the point of this story and I do have one <laughs> is that, <laughs> that Instead of trying to do everything on a, a regular schedule at the same time, I am customizing it to what really needs to be done. And that, for one thing, divides the job into two. And that's pretty great. Mm-hmm. And so, so you know, I, I mean, I want them to be in, uh, you know, pleasant surroundings. And it's pleasant for me when they're, they're tidy. So uh, by not trying to wait until both sides were really dirty <laughs> of mm-hmm. their cage. Just do the one that needs it when it needs it. So, I, I mean, I don't know why it took me so long to figure this out. But uh, once I did, I was like, aha, uh-huh, this is actually better. And then I'm, I'm more likely to stop and say, spend 10 minutes doing something instead of spending 30 to 40 minutes with the whole uh, the whole you know, nine yards of guinea pig maintenance. So, and I think they seem to, they seem to like it. So, <laughs> um, and it's, it's kind of interesting that you've recently had a change in, uh, your pet care routine. Um, in the last couple of months, I've also made a change, um, because no, you know, nobody likes cleaning the, the litter box, um, no. when you have a cat or two. Um, and my, uh, well, Dinah, before she passed for a while, she needed some medication. So I was in the routine of um, kind of needed to do feed her a pill in the morning and in the evening. Um, and so in the morning, I started also just tacking on some other cat-related items, right? So just making sure the food, there's enough food 
but also refreshing the water. We have one of those little water fountains. Um, and then finally, I started actually cleaning the litter box every day. Um, and doing it every day made it a routine that doesn't take very long. It gets done very early in the morning. And for some reason, even though I'm doing it much more often than I used to, mm-hmm. it feels like I'm doing less because yeah. each time is is very short and um and most of the unple- like the unpleasantness of it is minimal each time um so it's been it's kind of been a a good experiment in uh in doing doing more seemingly more frequently but less work each time and it it working out well and also found these little bio bags kind of biodegradable Mm-hmm. bag so I don't feel bad about sticking plastic into the earth every day. Um, <laughs> and um, like I think they're mainly designed for like dog, you know, pooper scooper kind of duty, but it uh, they work fine for for a day's worth of, of cat cat production. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it, it it definitely, uh, when something is feeling kind of like too much drudgery and uh, you find yourself putting off doing it, like this definitely for me has been break it down into smaller mm-hmm. tasks and break them, break those tasks down into things that you should look at daily versus things that could be reviewed weekly. And um that has made all the difference in my uh excitement about looking at OmniFocus these days. And um this week I actually did two weekly reviews. Wow. It which, you know, makes them slightly less than a weekly review. Um yeah, Monday I was able to that was kind of I did a full full weekly review. It took like getting all the inboxes to zero and did a lot mm-hmm. of kind of rearranging of projects, um, uh, kind of reorganizing what I had in OmniFocus um, and got through that on Monday. But then since I knew we'd be recording this today on Friday, um, I wanted to do another one also just to do another one relatively quickly to get back in the habit Um and yeah, what I'm finding is that, uh, like we, that the, in practice, thinking about that inbox as raw material that you need to process and clarify and move somewhere else, um, as opposed to just keeping it there because you know you're going to respond to that email soon. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. that has been, uh, very, very useful. Um, so just kind of recommitting to the, the, the notions of GTD um, and revisiting them, but also um, in the kind of making the projects, uh, making sure that what I have in each project and that the next steps are valid next steps um, and taking the time to kind of uh, curate what I have going on in uh, in OmniFocus better moving things out into some day if they really aren't happening lately. Um, mm-hmm. All of those have, have helped make both of my uh, recent weekly reviews uh, feel really good. 
Um, and then, of course, I'm left with a lot of stuff to do. But again, it feels very clear the things that I'm working on or what I should be working on and that I don't have stuff living outside of my trusted system. So um, it really feels like quite a relief to have done a couple of weekly reviews now. Um, and I don't want that to stop. Um, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'll, I'll, well, that's one of the reasons we have this lovely podcast is so both of us can try to, uh, try to hold each other accountable and uh, talk about the issues we're having. So, um, and it is, it's about a year since, uh, since I started with, uh, trying to get going with GTD mm -hmm. um, and kind of rereading a section of the book uh, towards the end. Uh, he mentions that uh, for most people, it takes about two years mm. before they really are fully integrated with their trusted system and really kind of on board with the habit completely and it's it's really something that you feel comfortable relying on so huh. um and he says you know don't get discouraged that's just kind of the way that it is um and so when i read that i didn't feel so bad <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> okay well um because uh, i think both of us are are getting more done or at least feeling a little more comfortable about what we're getting done than we were a year ago when we both kind of set off on this, on this adventure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it definitely helps to have somebody uh, to check in with every mm -hmm. week. <laughs> it helps a lot. And I think that was, you know, the key thing that was missing for me in the previous um, attempts I've made to implement GTD, and that is, I was only accountable to myself, and um, nobody was checking in on me or checking up on me, and nobody cared whether I got it done or not. And so, having somebody who's who's there to celebrate um, the the accomplishments, but also be willing to help you know, unpack the problems together. Mm -hmm. That's just awesome. So thank you, James. And thank you, Jean. So, yeah, so we'll, um, we'll commit that by episode 100, we will, that'll be about two years for us on this, this uh, go round with GTD. Either it will have totally, you know, become second nature to us or we, we will maybe find another way to do things. But. That's right. Well, uh, we, we shall see. Yeah. Um, time, time will tell as they say, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, that's a uh, hundred. That's something to look forward to also. Yeah. I think it's also uh, been great that we have been able to put out a, uh, an episode a week. Uh, we had a couple. Uh, there was one case where we put out two episodes in a week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've been we've been pretty consistent. So at least we've been getting that done out of all of the yeah, things, which is a big deal. 
you know, to keep something going uh, consistently every week. It's not a small matter to record this and then to edit it. It's it's a job. Um, I I put it into um, the app Do for me every other Thursday to remind me I need to publish this in case somehow it <laughs> slips my mind because mm-hmm. I really you know we want it to go up. Up um, early Friday, and I hate it when I wake up on Friday and I'm like la di da, making coffee, and then I'm like, oh my god, I totally forgot. You know, I have the the podcast ready, but I haven't published it. So, and each episode uh, and that I need to edit ends up as a as a project in uh, OmniFocus, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, and yes, it, the. Uh, it needs to be somewhere in your trusted system because we want to keep everything that we can out of our heads and mm-hmm. somewhere where we're sure we're going to be reminded of it. Um, but I must admit, over the course of the year, there have been some Fridays where I woke up and I'm like, "Oh crap! I have to, <laughs> I have to." In some cases, edit and then post. Um, yeah, but you know, we managed to get them out, which is awesome. Um, uh. I actually I have a little hack that I've developed over the last uh year because I've been doing three weekly podcasts and that is I drag the folder with that week's um podcast files, you know, so the raw files plus the editing, you know, that I've been doing and anything else that goes with it. Um so that folder I drag it over to my favorites in Finder at the top. And um, since uh, folders are numbered by mm-hmm. podcasts, I mean, they're, they're named and numbered. So wh- whether it's Sestercast or Micro Monday or this podcast. And so whenever I open the finder, I there's a little reminder there that there's a, a folder of stuff that needs to be finished up and published, as well as having it in the favorites makes it really easy to work through the editing that week, you know, I don't have to dig around for that folder as I'm like saving things to it, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, that's, I, I didn't, I didn't used to use the favorites in any kind of life hack manner, but this year for podcasts, it's made a lot of sense. That sounds like a, a good idea. I definitely have uh, the weekly review folder in my favorites, um, but mm-hmm. I don't swap it out. It's just a easy way for mm-hmm. me to get to the uh, get to all of our files that we share. Um, mm-hmm. And but it does having it there does help me get rolling when I need to edit a podcast because it's really easy to get through get to the files that I need for the week. Mm-hmm. So I'm not messing around trying to find things in like a Dropbox folder. Yeah. Which I know my Dropbox folder is is kind of a mess at the moment. Um, there's lots of folders in there. Who knows who I was sharing things with over I know. the years? It just I've kind never of accumulates. Up my Dropbox like successfully, but um, I mean the only thing that I would say about the way I'm doing it, you know, episode by episode, is you get the pleasure of dragging that episode off the favorites. I see. Every right after you publish it, you go ah, done with that. Poof. Poof. Um, yes, I definitely can can see that, and uh, and for me, it's checking it off is the is the 
uh, the joy in OmniFocus. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to mention that I've added a new step to the standard GTD weekly review process. Oh. Um, and it's it's not a very long step. It's just, um, well, uh, our good friend Jamie Newberry um, mm-hmm. of Picture This Clothing um, also does uh, like professional and personal coaching. And a year ago, I did a little bit of personal coaching with her. And one of the things as part of the process was coming up with kind of this kind of a mission statement or a what's important to you sort of exercise um, and kind of refining that over a period of weeks. And um, so I have kind of this list that where I can read it over and remind myself on a very high level what's important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have uh, that what's important note is my first step is to review it um, Mm -hmm. and just read it over and especially since doing the weekly review, you're making potentially choices about, uh, like, is this a someday thing? Is this something I'm really going to get done in the six months, like the next little while? Um, It helps kind of ground me in the bigger idea of things before I get down into the nitty-gritty of all the next actions. So that's been helpful. That's pretty great. It's a great idea. <clears throat> um and I the other thing I would say is that I was finding not having done a review in quite a while that there was a bunch of stuff in OmniFocus and then there was this set of stuff in my head that I needed to work on. Mm-hmm. And I'd work on those things and it was not in OmniFocus, so the two kind of OmniFocus started to diverge from the reality of what I needed to get done. Um, which meant that then I would look at the forecast in OmniFocus less often because I already woke up thinking about, oh, I need to do these six things, mm-hmm. um, which then made kind of OmniFocus feel less relevant. Um, now I'm back to starting my morning looking at the forecast, um, which shows me both my calendar and all of the things that I'm uh, that are coming due. Um, as well as things that I've marked that I would really like to do next. Um, And what do I want to say? And that has helped kind of make the weekly review feel better because I've been clearing out the inbox in OmniFocus, clearing out the inbox in uh, mail. Uh, Also, when my mail comes in, I try very hard every day when the mail comes in to like process it immediately as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't end up with this giant stack of, of mail sitting there. Um, and all in all, yeah, it's been, it's been a nice kind of recommitment to, um, to this process, which overall has been very helpful. I think over the past year in the big picture, I think this has helped me feel more organized, less stressed that there are things that I'm missing, Um, even though, you know, certainly you can go back and listen to 49 episodes of all the bumps we've had along the way. Um, (laughs) But but I 
I don't regret what what, uh, what we set out to do at all. I think it's been it's been very helpful, um, and it sounds like you feel the same way. Yes, absolutely. One of the rationales I used when deciding to commit to doing this is that I thought, well, yes, it's putting in some time every week um, for recording and editing and publishing, but I think it will pay off in at least that amount of time every week, you know, that I don't, I don't know, that I'll be a little more productive and and free up some time Mm -hmm. or, you know, figure out how to get rid of certain um, things that were piling up on me that I really didn't need. And that's, that's definitely one of the goals as well, you know, unsubscribing from emails that's been great uh just feeling like i i didn't really realize how much how many inputs were coming in mm-hmm. and even if i didn't need to do anything with them other than delete them they were definitely making my inbox full and that's why i was you know up at 16,000 emails back in the early early days of this podcast and being at zero is, you know, it just makes me more like a, what is it? You know, like a, a a productivity ninja, you know, ready, relaxed, but ready to do the thing I need to do when it crosses my Mm -hmm. attention and not stressing about every thing all the time. Excellent. Well, um, we are now on the precipice of WWDC season, yes. um, the Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. And so one of the reasons I think, uh, well, the reason Gene and I met is through um, App Camp for Girls and James Dempsey and the Breakpoints. And I think we've told our origin story here a couple of times. Um, and so the... Worldwide Developer Conference was the dates for 2019 were announced. And um, last year we used our GTD developing ninja skills to put on put on a show. Um, and I thought uh, maybe we would just, since the point of all of this organizational fun is to do things that enrich your life and the lives of those around you, I thought we would just talk a little bit about uh, what we're planning on doing for uh, – yeah. For WWDC this year. Well, yeah, and I do think, I mean, I don't think we stated it specifically when we started the podcast, but, you know, by both of us becoming better at organizing our our lives, we've gotten better at organizing for the show. <laughs> and I feel like it will be less stressful than usual. Um, so, yay us. I am not committing to that statement at all. Okay. <laughs> it'll well, be, I mean, not it'll to be say stressful, but it's in its own yeah. ways. Yeah. I wouldn't say there's no, going to be no stress, but there's that stress of like, oh, we we didn't get started early enough or we, you know, that yes. kind of stuff. And I don't feel like we're going to have that this year because um, we're on it. But yes, I'm looking forward to it very much. Uh uh, so that week of WWDC is the start. It opens the Apple uh, event opens on the fifth. 
of uh, April, uh, right? No, it's uh, it starts June third is oh, the June beginning. 3rd. Our okay. event is Wednesday night on the fifth, June fifth. Okay. So yeah, okay. if you do happen to be in San Jose in the area, either for WWDC or you just live nearby, um, we'll be. Do, my band, James Dempsey and the Breakpoints, will be doing live near WWDC, um, a benefit concert for App Camp for Girls um, on June 5th. And uh, we have this awesome club called The Ritz. It's mm-hmm. right, right around the corner from uh, the conference center, the convention center. And that's where we held the event last year. And it was it was quite a lot of fun. We raised uh Good amount of money for App Camp for Girls, and um, yeah, it's always it's always enjoyable. Um, and Jean, of course, joins us on stage, rocking out. <laughs> yes, it's my it's my one big gig of the year now. So <laughs> it's the I can still say I'm in a band because I play with James Dempsey and the Breakpoints. That's right, you absolutely do. And then. Um, also going on that week is next to uh, Apple's developer conference is something called AltConf, which is an alternate conference that's free. Um, and they've been running for a number of years now because Apple runs out of tickets because so many people want to go to their developer conference. So um, AltConf is this alternate conference where – uh, people volunteer to give talks. They have labs. Um, it's really a fantastic energy having all these developers in town. And uh, for the last couple of years, uh, they've uh, they've given me the honor of uh, kind of closing the show. Uh, their show ends Thursday afternoon, um, doing a session, which is a week in review um, about the week, the, the events of the week. Um, Usually with uh, with some humor and a little bit of music involved, <laughs> yes. and um, so I just wanted to let folks know. Also, if you happen to be in town, it's free to come to AltConf, and uh, yeah. So now there's uh, a lot of stuff to plan uh, between now and uh, the week of June third. Yes, there is, but we are ready for it. We can do it. Oh, of course we we've done it before, and we will do it again. <laughs> So with those plugs to <laughs> close out episode 50, I um, was wondering, do you have anything else, Jean? No, i just very happy we made it to 50. It's a good number. Um, and I feel, you know, quite uh, optimistic about the next 50. Same here. And uh, how many do we need before we can uh, sell the show for syndicated reruns? Is that... <laughs> I don't think that happens with podcasts. I don't think that happens with podcasts. But if we have 100, we for sure can say we did 100. We went that's, into three digits. That's true. People will have to update something somewhere where they're only tracking two digits. Um, <laughs> like us. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, well, with that, um, I think we'll close out our 50th episode of The Weekly Review. And, um, yes, it's time to wrap it up so we can all get back to getting things done. Now, you can find us on the Internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. Um, 
or you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. We would love it if you would rate or review this podcast. Also, tell your friends, spread the word. We love it when new listeners find us, and we always love hearing from you so that we know how you're feeling. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you 